Welcome to the Spicy Boys Podcast. Let's get spicy. Guess who's back? Back again. Back. Yeah. <laughs> Spicy boys back. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Spicy's back. Spicy's back. Spicy's back. Spicy's back. Spicy's back. Spicy's back. Da da da. Episode nineteen. No, We've been uh, no rhythm. No, we uh, we uh, we cannot ever be in music in the, in the industry of the music. We <laughs> never claimed to be, to be musicians. We are here. We've been gone for a while, but we never left. We've been waiting here. Just we did for, for weeks. Co- for weeks, we're always waiting in the wings. Kind of kind of a crazy time. Uh, had a. Surgery on my knee. How is it now? It's good. I don't have crutches anymore, so that was kind of a, kind of a big problem. But uh, I think it was just a kind of a a crazy time for uh, uh, kind of all of us. You know, just it was crazy. A lot of stuff happens. We, you know, we we, we got to get more of a schedule down. But uh, you know, we're we're doing it. We're we're working on it. Oh, we got a schedule, all right. Yeah. It's happening. It's but we got to spice it up at least once a week, or I just don't feel right. You guys feel the same way? I feel amazing. I know what you're talking about. Well, you, well now you, you feel do amazing when you're recording. recording. Yeah. I mean, do you ever just sit there and you go into a deep dark depression because we're not spicing it up oh, every six hours of my life? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you're like and walking you know, down the street, just sad, and, and then I, you're like, "Oh, it's because I'm not spicing." And our listeners out there, I know they feel the same way. You know, when when, when they don't get their spicy content. Oh, it's not as dude. The world's just not as spicy. They let us know. I got an email. No, I'm kidding. I, an email. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna hope like <laughs> I was gonna hope this was like a generic like Podbean email where it's like I, you haven't logged in for so, two I mean, weeks. We have we have we have we have an email. We have a spicy boys podcast at gmail dot com. I didn't know this. This is yeah. Nice. So I got an email the other day. It says it's a Groupon. <laughs> Then it was yeah. Wait, it was, we got signed up to Groupon. <laughs> I don't think it's a spam. How do we get signed up for Groupon? Yeah, Jeff, then, are you creating like fake accounts to get Groupon discounts? I mean, uh, depends on the Groupon discount. <laughs> oh, and by the way, we're also on Twitter. We have a we have one follower on Twitter. Oh, I wonder who that is. Must, must be special spicy boy, spicy Clell, right here. It's you. Yeah, just me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm the only follower. But, but the question um, is, how if m- you're a listener and you have a Twitter, and you should follow our podcast. So follow our brand new Twitter account, curated by yours truly. And you guys have Twitter, right? No, I. Oh. <laughs> this is really bad. We're, yeah, and I don't. Have, well, maybe I have uh, one, but I don't use it. I. Uh, yeah. So you you promote the 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 tweet. The tweet tweets, I do. Uh, and if if you want to follow along and you want to interact with us, you can follow us at at Spicy Boys Pod, S P I C Y B O Y Z 
P-O-D. Um, pod stands for podcast. Yes. Spicy Boys Pod. At Spicy Boys Pod for for Twitter. All, yeah, for all of you. Just, you know, you, you, you want to see something funny like once a day? Get on there. Check so, it out. Um, it's about, you know, film, beer, and the spicy life. And the spicy love. Yeah. And uh, we're still on Facebook uh, and the Instagram. Instagram is where it's at. Instagram. We all know that's where it's at. Instagram is our wheelhouse. Right now it's in a weird time. Spicy Boys Podcast. At Spicy Boys Podcast on the IG. We got 66 followers. We're trying to get to 100. If we get to 100, you'll know what happens. It's already happening, but just get us to 100. If we get to 100, that's... Where all the business happens, I heard. And That's that. when we're going to get a collaboration with the brewery and make our own Spicy Boys beer. There's a lot going to happen. I have high hopes. He's got high I just came up with hopes. that idea and I thought it was a really good idea. That we're going to collaborate with a Wasn't brewery? amazing? Just like, it's just really spicy beer, you know? Just It's, it's all jalapenos. Ooh, I think who... who it's who all does, spice who does, who does the ghost pepper ale? Somebody does I feel like you're the one that would know this. I feel like we all should know this. <laughs> There's somebody that did like a, a ghost pepper ale, but um, I, I'm blanking on their Is name. Is that a spicy now. beer? It's a local company too. I, it, I think it's probably Austin. Twisted X. It's a, I think it's an Austin beer. Let me see real quick if I can find anything. Ghost pepper beer list. Oh, there's a few. Man. Oh, God, there's a lot of them. What about uh, Jeff after having the, the chip? Would you drink a uh, Carolina Reaper beer? A f- like an an entire eight ounce of that, <laughs> sixteen ounce. Sir. Sixteen ounce. We we deal in pints on this show. We don't deal with half pints. If if I have if I absolutely have to do it with an open heart, I would. Yeah, you would. You'd pour it right into your heart, right down that gullet. Dude, I can. Dude, back back in the college days, man, I would down some alcohol. <laughs> you, <laughs> you down some alcohol and then you also down those white chocolate mochas. <sighs> just Star- you, like, you like white chocolate mochas? Dude, from Starbucks, Starbucks white chocolate mochas. Those five fifty one for a venti. <laughs> I was about to say. Look it's at like that. the he most expensive it. drink that, that's on the menu. Man. Anytime we do it, I've done a production with Jeff and we're going to get coffee. He always wants that. So I, I, drink, I drink a black white. coffee usually, but. That's all I drink. Just black coffee. Ever since film school, man, I was I've been fancy like that. Jeff just hung out at the Bucks, man. He was just always there. That's funny. You know, I'm. You know, you should have hung out at the Bucks here. Maybe we would have met a little bit earlier than we did. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you guys hang? You guys both hang out? No, I, I used to work at Starbucks. Oh, that's right. I was thinking Stinson's. I did. I did work there as well. Yeah. Speaking of coffee, I'm a coffee connoisseur. Guess what I had today. Coffee, well, obviously coffee, but <laughs> coffee stout. The no. coffee poops. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's every day. Every day. Yeah. Uh, Austin Java. No. Was it uh, Stinson's? Nope. Was it Summer Moon? Milk. Ooh, I love Summer Moon. Got that moon milk, bro. Yeah, I know you got that moon milk. Oh my god! For people that don't know what moon milk is, it's this. It's a coffee shop in Austin that makes this like really sweet concoction type. It's, it's a secret it? too. It's like well, it's basically it's it's well, you have your espresso, right? Mm-hmm. Then they just dump like a heaping, delicious. It tastes like melted vanilla ice cream. 
It's good. Oh, it's so good. Jeff is a man of modern sensibilities. But what does that mean? You have you have the coffee drink choices of like a small child on like Christmas, (laughs) dude. (laughs) Wait, are you saying? Are you saying? I like how you said on Christmas too. Are you are you you lowering the standards of Christmas? (laughs) No, we all drink that. I mean, I'll drink that on Christmas. I'm, I'm, I'm just. Trying to be careful. Well, yeah, yeah I was like what you wish for. He's, he's, he's eyeing you right now, man. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm. I'm trying to. Um, I'm trying to just use like spicy words. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to say that you know you like your stuff a little sweeter. I'm trying to you know. Hey. No, you said like, I'm like a child at Christmas. <laughs> 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 but guess what? Guess what? What child in Christmas gets all the presents? Exactly. <laughs> unless you're you're broke and or you're from from, from a unless pro, you're broke and anyway. then you get coal. Yeah. But hey, did you ever get coal? Like, did you guys ever no. get punished like one year for Christmas? In Christmas, no, like, what you punished? What, what what would what was on punishing child on Christmas? My mom. My mom said one year that uh, she was when she was a kid. Um, she, uh, they all went out. Like, she found out that Santa Claus wasn't real, so she told all of the other everybody else. And uh, and then on Christmas morning, she went down, and uh, everybody else had presents from Santa Claus except for her. <laughs> really sad. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny though. Well, I have to say though, tonight Jeff's not drinking anything sweet. No, he's drink, he's drinking spicy. We came back, you know, we've been gone for a while. What a are we while. kicking it with right now? It's our go-to. Kicking it with some Lone Star. National beer of the world. We always prep. We try to prep with some beer before we actually get into the actual beer. Yeah. Cause you we, know, we, Lone Star is just... It's the old standby. It's easy, you know? Mm-hmm. We got a new setup. Shout out Tascam. <laughs> For making this amazing four channel recorder, yeah. but the four channel don't work so so much. We got <laughs> think it works. Out. I think we're I just... think it works. He's got to figure that out. But you know, it's nice. Uh, it's a nice little setup we got here. Um, but this that, is not a sponsored message. Just not yet, guys. Not yet. We're we're almost there. Just please, anyone listening, Blue Apron, anyone. Just <laughs> we're, we're waiting. Please, please, God, give us some money. What what? <laughs> I'm gonna post the Instagram uh, photo for this episode. I'm just gonna tag Blue Apron. Has please not, do. Please has do. Not, no, I'm gonna tag Blue Apron. Me undies. Yes. Um. Uh. What's I get a lot of ads for that puff? Is it puff? It's like what delivery. It? It's like cereal and all those. I think I it's kind of. A, I think it's a that. stoner delivery service. Uh, but they blow. They they're they're huge now. I just every time I see it, I just want to eat some like Lucky Charms or something. Eat some munchies. What looks w- good? W- what's the big one? The main. Uh, Post, post postmates no mail.com i don't know mail.com no it's, it's one of the Mails. biggest uh, uh, no for, for uh, one of the biggest podcast sponsors i, I hear in, in every podcast i listen oh to. i know what you're talking about um well this is really sad i mean it, right we don't know what it is yeah post, like yeah. post something like it's yeah your, your it, own postage mark Marin talks about it all the yeah. time stamps.com Stamps. Stamps. yeah I'm gonna tag all those, um, all those companies. Harmontown has a new sponsor that's really funny. I can't remember who it was. God, oh, we're really doing bad here. We're, we're, 
<laughs> one day we'll. What's it doesn't matter. This is our podcast. We do what we want. That's right. Oh, wait. it's Fulton and Rourke. Fulton and Rourke is like a. It's a new company. They do like colognes that are. Um, oh, like but like colognes that you can travel with. Like Scentbird. That's what I want. <laughs> what is that? Scentbird's no like. Idea. You guys know what Scentbird is? It's funny. I, I noticing like Facebook's targeting certain people, and you. I get Scentbird all the time, and it's like this little spray bottle. Scent. I don't get the actual oh, product. Scent like scent. Scent. It's Bird? a cologne. Scentbird. Yeah. S C E N T B I R D. Yeah. And it's um it's like fifteen bucks a month, and you can get like any kind of cologne. Like mm. I don't know if it's just smells the same way or whatever but anyway i see those well, ads all the time <laughs> anyways we should probably not uh bog down our listeners with a bunch of ads for yeah, things no, that don't even give us I money want to get something <laughs> well i do too we'll but we can't we, we can't just give them free work i gotta give some shout outs to right. el taco rito yeah. for uh the new one new one that's going in right by Wait, us. what yeah right over here on um north burn it north loop north north burn it mm. um and uh Taquerito is great. Dude, El Taquerito is so good. And then there's an El Puerto Rico that's going in uh Ooh-wee. over by the Fiesta. Mm. See, I'm really excited about all of this. This is what makes my day. Okay. It's my week. All right. So, you got all these places coming in. But there's a there's a barbecue joint down the street that's coming in. It already came in, already ate there. So, you're telling me Respect. it's it's already arrived. It has arrived, and I was there the day <laughs> that it opened, and then I was told we can't eat there because it was friends and family night. That's oh, how damn. soon I was there. Okay. Yeah. What, what did, is it? What did you think about its arrival? I think that it's it was a good timing for it, and I think that it was... Um, <laughs> I think Brett's... No, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys... Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing, Stamps on Come Undies and uh, Hello Fresh Apron. Here's the thing. Good, Brad. I'll be, I just want to talk about Rudy's, and mm. but I'm going to let Jeff talk about it then since. That's the first you know. barbecue joint I've. Uh, well, Ryan keeps talking yeah. about how the Rudy's arrived, and I'm going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass the torch. How would, what do you think of how it arrived? Rudy's? <laughs> oh, okay. So the movie we're going to talk Okay, before, before I talk about the movie. I th- I think Rudy's pretty good. Yeah, dude, it's delicious. It's, it's the first really barbecue good. joint that I uh, I've had when I moved to Austin about like what eight years ago. It wasn't me. Chris took me to um, what's that one called? It's like a fast food barbecue joint. God. Um, oh, uh, Bill Miller's. Bill Miller's barbecue. Yeah. I thought that was like authentic Texas barbecue. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna one one down you. When when uh, uh, me and my brother Gabby drove uh, to Austin while uh, moving here, Chris took us to. Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> yeah, I heard this story. I love this story. Those authentic Austin seafood. Runoff crabs. Delaware runoff Okay, so episode 19. You guys feeling good? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Because the movie that we are going to be tackling, that we are going to be dissecting. Much like Rudy's. Much like Rudy's. So we are going to be drinking... T- <laughs> we're gonna drink the movie. We're gonna drink the movie. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Here we go. You wanna, wanna start over? There you go. All, all right, right, here we go. All right. Hey guys, episode nineteen. You guys having fun yet or what? Woo! 
Are we having fun yet? I'm having a blast. That's what I asked. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you feeling spicy out there? Oh my god, here we go. Hello Fresh, Blue Apron, <laughs> MeUndaySteps.com. The movie for tonight's episode, for the 19th episode of this most amazing podcast in an entire entire existence. world existence. We're going to be talking about Arrival. <gasps> boom, 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 boom. 2000, uh, I think you about 2016, late 2016. Sounds about right. right. Yeah. We, all, we actually all were at the theater together when we saw yeah. We arrived at the same we time. We arrived at the same time. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Arrival, science fiction from one of my favorite directors, French-Canadian Denis Villeneuve. Mm-hmm. One yeah. of my favorites. I know you guys. You guys know how I'm. I have a how Chris Nolan has a special place in my heart and in my being. Mm-hmm. But Denis ha- almost kind of took over there for a second. Is he? Is he your side piece? Would you call him that? Yeah. You know what? That's, or, it, yeah. or is it like? Is it above and beyond that? Um, is it like? Is it, or are you, are you more in like a polyamorous relationship? That's with yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I love Nolan as much as I love Denny. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Denny would be a side piece, nor Nolan. Yeah. Um. So the movie's Arrival and sci- science fiction, and, uh, um, based on a book on a, a book by Ted Chang called mm-hmm. "The Story of My Life" or "Stories of My Life." Um, and it was uh, adapted by I, bl- I believe the way to say his name is Eric Heimer Meimer <laughs> Hazer Hazer Heiser. We can look that up right now. Well, I'm not. I know how to spell it, but I, I don't. I'm not sure exactly how to say it out loud. Is the only thing. But what a what a wonderful story to to. Um, to adapt and and really i mean like under denise direction yeah just a, almost perfect uh like i said it's well i don't know if i said it already but it's probably one of the best sci-fi like alien encounter i mean there's not a whole lot of those but one of the best sci one one, one yeah one of the best sci-fi sci-fi films i've i've, I've uh i've seen there's there's quite like, a few alien encounter movies. How many? Yeah. We, how many we've we covered now? Because I feel like we've done uh, a pretty good sci-fi. Cause we, cause we're pretty. I mean, at least Jeff and I are pretty. You know, into the sci-fi uh, genre quite a bit. But we this did. One, this one was like a little different. Cause I feel like it was a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Realistic. I don't know. That's, well, I heard. I heard somebody. Well, I heard it described. Or I think Denis actually was the one who described it as a, a dirty sci-fi movie. Is mm-hmm. what he wanted it. He wanted the genre, yeah, for the look to be, which I think describes it almost perfectly. Um, I yeah, I totally agree. It's uh, it's it's a sci-fi film that does not feel like a sci-fi film for me. It looks, I mean, obviously there, you know, there are elements where okay, that's sci-fi, but it's more of a suspense drama, right, for me. But uh, before we move on um so the film's arrival by denis villeneuve um the i picked the beer from 903 brewers 
So I based this off of uh, Amy Adams' character in the film. Mm-hmm. So the beer is called The Chosen One. Ooh, Ooh, that's a really good one. Thank you. Thank you. Pop me one of those. Uh, pop that. Well, no, pop that top yet, but. <laughs> okay. Give let me a beer, uh, please. <laughs> let me. Uh, <laughs> give him a beer, Jeff. Golly. All right, hold on. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me uh, fill in the, well, uh, the audience. Yeah, where's of, the 903 at? Uh, uh, you know, 903. That's like in the United States. It's Beverly Hills, right? <laughs> Beverly, Beverly <laughs> Hills, 903. 903. 903. 903. 903. 903. 903. 903. 903. 903. I think we've only. I think there's only been at least like a couple times. It's well, in. Well, I did the I, Iowa. I, you said Iowa. I'm from Indiana. So, <laughs> dang it. Okay, so it's okay. It's, it's uh, 903 Brewers is from Sherman, Texas. Where's Sherman? That's gonna be Dallas area, right? Sure. I'm gonna look it up real quick while we're thinking this Brad. up. All right, look that up, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read. What's in the bottle here? What's I in mean, the what's box. in the can? What's in the can? All right. Nope, that's the camera. That's not the flashlight. Here we go. Toast. It's cream ale aged in coconut. So this is about our first cream ale. Ooh, the cream ale. Toasted coconut ale. Our, our American cream ale is sure to surprise your palate with a sweet taste of toasted coconuts. It has a smooth, crisp malt profile and finishes with a taste of toasted coconut. Boom. Coconut. So, that's the beer. It's about, thank it, you, bro. It looks like it's roughly about an hour north of Dallas. Oh. So, maybe beer. a little bit longer, hour and a half, I don't know. But you go much more up from Dallas and you'll end so up in uh, God's country. We were up, it's, 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 I saw Oklahoma City up there. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, it's called The Chosen One based of Amy Adams' um, character in the film. If you haven't seen it, you will understand what we're talking about. But for now, if you Ryan, haven't seen it, stop now and go watch it. Yeah. And come back and pause this yeah. and watch the film. You, there's no reason you shouldn't watch this movie. It's it's not a long movie. It's, a, it's an enjoy. Oh, shoot. Ryan, <laughs> would you like to uh, pop the tab of the can you're, that you already popped? Just say it right. Do it again. Do it right, uh, again. Ryan's spicy. Hey, guys, it's, it's been a while. Ryan's while. very excited. I'm getting back into it. All right. Well, if, you, if you're listening along with the spicy boys. Steps.com. And you're home <laughs> and you're <laughs> and you're relaxed and you, you, you're enjoying yourself, why don't you go ahead and pop that top? And crack a cold one with the spicy I'm ex- boys. I'm excited. Cream is the first cream ale, right? This is definitely yeah. the first cream ale. All right. All right. Oh, oh my. That Ooh. is nice. I feel like I'm Wait, on the beach on. right now. I I don't know if I've ever had a cream ale now. That I've never is, had a coconut beer. I know. This that is phenomenal. Sure. This is delicious. This is what the kids would say delish AF. <laughs> I feel of, I feel like I'm drinking a Jimmy Buffett song right, right now, dude. I feel like I'm on a cruise right now. Yeah, I, and I've only been a cruise once in my life, so <laughs> I've only ever I have only on one, one reference. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm ready for vacation. This is good. Nine oh three, Sherman, Texas. You guys oh, know what you're man. doing over there? You might have just found my new reg beer. Um, 
This is my new beach beer. My new yeah, lake beer. It's good. Well, I'm glad. You, I'm glad you guys like it. That was good. It's delicious, man. This is the chosen one. <laughs> the chosen one by 903 Brewers, Sherman, Texas. So here we are, episode 19. Talk about Arrival by one one, uh, uh, one of my favorite directors, um, um, Denis Villeneuve, which we all know he did uh, Sicario. Um, what else, Ryan? Blade Runner. 2049 obviously enemy enemy mm-hmm. um prisoners one of my favorite oh, films oh man uh prisoners <sighs> and one his okay his his first feature which is um french i'm going to try to pronounce it right um it's i n c e n d i e s incendiaries in incendies but I think it's pronounced. I'm going to butcher it. Incendious. If we have any uh, French listeners, I'm sorry. I think it's pronounced. Oh, 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 God. Okay. Never mind. Ensemble. Ensemble. Like something like that. I'm sorry. That was pretty good, though. I couldn't do that. Blue Apron. Uh, <laughs> Stamps.com. <laughs> Let's just start right. Whenever you guys hear like a, an awkward pause, just. You know, just sneak a sponsor in there. We're not sellouts, though. I just want to get that straight. (laughs) You can't be a sellout if you're not selling anything. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, So, um, we uh, have you guys seen it? I know we all watched it in the theaters. How how many times have you guys seen it? I think I've seen it three times. Yeah. Um, Only twice. Twice? I think I've seen it like three times. It's an HBO now, right? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, I didn't know that. Such a, such an interesting movie, and I, I heard that um, Eric has, I, I'm just the the writer of mm-hmm. the movie, Eric Hester, I believe is how you say it. Um, I'm looking it up. He, uh, I, I read an interview with him where he was talking about why he wrote it and all of these things, and he apparently actually worked on a project with NASA. And he was working with a bunch of like the the um, um, scientists that that go and they he said they would go out like and he was doing a video for them and they would go out like after work and then they would all like get drinks together and then he said like the entire time that they would be together they would be talking about like all of these like major disasters and like how you would actually deal with it. Like one of the things that I remember from the conversation was that um, they were talking like if, if there's an asteroid coming for us, like there's no way that they would actually try to bomb it or because like the, you know, the, the, um, the fractals that it would the create debris. would be just, it would be so dangerous. Wait. So what you would actually want to do which what the scientists were saying was uh, is if you paint it like if if you caught it out ahead of time enough and you were able to send something out that would cover the thing in white paint, the heat from the sun would be so great that it would just disintegrate the asteroid itself like so this immediately. Is like the, the Wait, top is, minds of the, NASA when they yeah. when, they're, when they're drunk, this is what they talk yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's they talk amazing. about about all of these like wild situations, like how they would actually deal with it. So we're saying like Armageddon was not r- right. <laughs> there were some I'm fall- logical fallacies 
in Armageddon. All right. We already talked about that movie, but still, <laughs> I just well, want to bring that up. talk about it, but we can't talk about it without bringing up Animal Crackers. <laughs> Speaking of Animal Crackers, Hello Fresh. <laughs> um, you know what else is, is great? Hello Fresh. Because there's the single one company that will deliver delicious food to your front door. Other, <laughs> actually, they're not the only the one. Blue Apron, I feel like. I just wanted to say, I just want to say single though. Because single is important to a lot of people. Hello Fresh. Single? Yeah, single. Like the single, I don't know, anything yeah. that's just one. It's unique. Yeah. Um, I think you're unique, Ryan. So oh, thanks. I'm also single. <laughs> so <laughs> Oh, that's good. We're gonna be talking about the film. Thanks for setting that up. I just wanted to give you a little shot. Yeah. So we are gonna we're gonna go in depth with the film, but also <laughs> listeners. Yeah, like like Ryan said, he's single oh and we're, we're gonna tackle this at the back end of this of episode nineteen. We're gonna get in depth with the film, and we're gonna I'm get scared. That and, the film's gonna engulf it. We're not gonna be able to remember. Oh well, now that's you, okay. Well, now you guys reminded me, so I'm, I'm putting a timer. Right. We got to talk about Ryan after this. Ryan, we'll get to you later. But we we, we just arrived back to the movie. Yeah, let's yeah. focus on the movies and the beers. Speaking of Ryan, Meundies. Meundies <laughs> 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 talk. All right, so. All right. Um, Released in 2016, right? Arrival. Um, I uh, like I said, it's it's one of the one of the best sci-fi films I've ever seen. It's very. I mean, we are uh, for for those of you who've seen it, cinematography is it's it's you know it's a plus. And uh, and if you're familiar with the director, you know, Prisoner, Sicario, Blade Runner, 2049. Um, it's a well-directed film. And um, he's doing the uh, Dune next, right? Is he? That's what I, don't I know. heard. I hope so. Um, so when you guys saw Arrival, well, we all saw it for the first time. Did you already kind of had a full understanding of what the film was about, or beforehand? No, like the first, the first, the first, um, the first time we we all we all saw it in the theater. Like after we watched it, did I understand yeah. the full movie? I mean, it made sense for me. It made sense, but it's when didn't when I I saw it again for the second time and um I, I think I had to go back. That's why I went back and watched it again. Yeah, yeah, uh, because it's uh, I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't like wrong, mm-hmm. I guess, or I don't know. When I watched it for the first time, I was actually in that in that screenwriting uh, workshop. Okay, that was it was kind of teaching you story structure and like, you know, what to look for and all these things. I remember watching, I remember watching the movie with you guys and thinking that I knew what was going to happen the entire yeah. time. Yes. And then there was just one part and it just completely just erased everything that like, like, cause I, I was almost like plotting it out in my head. Yeah. And then when that happened, it completely flipped everything on its head, and then I started basically from like scratch on like what I thought of the movie. And that's what, I'm trying to remember what I thought ahead of time because now I know everything about it. Yeah, but during that moment, I don't really remember what I was thinking. No, I remember just being my, my mind just being. I remember being like, blown. I remember look. Actually, I remember experiencing it, and then looking over at you guys. Yeah. and you guys were like, 
eyes wide open like oh shit that, <laughs> we were all just kind of like yeah. minds blown for yeah. the i mean yeah for, when, when we saw it for the first time i was i was feeling um i was feeling uh like fear and 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 uh, uh and curiosity at the same time because when you see this ships like you don't know if they're going to destroy you or they're going to try to help you you don't know right, right um but uh before before we um get in depth we get to the log lines for arrival. Oh gosh, this is gonna be tough. You know I'm terrible. <laughs> this is Brad's like cream child. of the crop. <laughs> Why? I'm the cream of the crop. I rise to the top. I, you know the rest of the words, right? I think you're gonna just the start, you're gonna start rapping, rapping there. I was excited. That, that was that uh, jump around song. Um, so we're gonna do uh, our what we think the log line of the film is. Oh gosh. And uh, since this is my film. You go first. No, I get to pick a ghost first. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, you go first. Okay. All right. Single, single Ryan. <laughs> a talented linguist gets plucked out of her normal life and into a top secret mission. Well, I guess not really top secret, but... A high-profile mission by the government to help understand these unidentified flying objects that have appeared on our world. That's pretty good. That was good. All right, Brad, you're next. All right. I love this part. Actually, this is the most exciting part for me. I'm start sweating. Oh, no, let me just drink some of this cream ale. All right. Toasted coconut, bro. Let me give another shout out really quick to this beer. This 903. 903 so Brewers. You guys are doing some right good. Now. All right. When one of the top, no, one of the top linguists pairs with a group to investigate one of 12 extraterrestrial ships that have landed on Earth. To see why they are here. Oh, oh. that's good. I'm why gonna, they are, why they arrived? Why they? Yeah. Sorry, yes. Thank you. There we go. Why they arrived? I like that. I'm gonna use that. I'll try to keep it short and sweet because otherwise I'll just butcher these. <laughs> okay. Um, let me. Let me take a swig of this coconut. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Delicious. I want people to know, though. I like. I this don't think good. none of us really think about this. If, you, if people do think no, that, we I don't, I don't put any thought into it. I wait I till don't. the uh, yeah. podcast starts because otherwise, it's not fun. So um, it's almost like improv for us. Yeah. When when a number of unidentified uh, un, unidentified um, spaceship. Uh, Arrive, <laughs> God. Okay, hold on. When, when, uh, when a number of spaceships, uh, a, a number of unidentified spaceships arrive on Earth, um, a a linguist and a physicist are tasked. Is that a word? Are tasked? Tasked. Tasked yeah. by the government to investigate. Um. Why? Why are they here? Talking about spaceships. <laughs> Talking about spaceships, yeah. buddy. 
There we go. All right. All right. So that's of it. I gotta shut this window, man. You can hear those crickets out yeah, there. Yeah, crickets are chirping. All right. So we always go to IMDb for the uh, for the actual logline. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and read that yeah. first, Jeff? So there we go. A linguist is recruited by the military to communicate with alien life forms after 12 mysterious spacecrafts land around the world. Pretty close. We did good, guys. You we did win. good on that you, one. You, you were close to that. Yeah, I think you were yeah. the closest. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Single Riot is the winner. Stop. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Stop what? No, what? what? Well, like, stop I, I, you. I'm Spicy Ryan, all right? Stop what you started? Uh, <laughs> actually, I started. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, right. started yeah. Yeah. I didn't. So, like, um, all right. Where were we? We're talking about how Ryan has nailed it. No. He nailed it. Yeah. God, how ready. Ryan has arrived. He's arrived on this planet, um, and he is ready to be spicy. Um. Logline, logline. We learned the logline. Okay, <laughs> great. Um, hey, talk about a great score for that movie too. Oh, this. Which, by the way, R.I.P. Johan Johansson. Yeah, that's super sad. Young guy too. Okay, yeah. Rest in peace. I know. But for you guys who just heard that weird noise that I made, <laughs> if you if you watch the film, you 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 you'll understand, because that's kind of one of the one of the main themes. Yeah, it's a theme that keeps yeah. on playing. He 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 does that quite a bit. Yeah, so yeah, I know it sounded like I was just you know like making it sound like a madman, but well, yeah, the score's amazing. Do you want to you keep talking about it? Or you want to get into the? Oh, we're gonna keep talking about this. Okay, yeah. Um. Um. One thing. Oh, one thing I, I like about this film, they have a linguist. They have a uh, a physicist, but which uh, linguist was Amy Adams? Louise. Her character's name is Louise. Then we have a uh, Jeremy Renner mm-hmm. as Ian, the physicist, and uh, they didn't. They made them look normal. Then, you know, if you if you watch a sci-fi film, you see like a, a scientist or a physicist like in just crazy hair and lab coats. Yeah, they look <laughs> like glasses. normal people. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like what, 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 when they did that. And um, like I said, it was based on a, of, of a uh, uh, um, short, short story, story. from yeah. uh, Ted Chanko's Story of Your Life. Um, and I was uh, listening to some, you know, some podcasts and some, some analysis about the film and uh, uh, how how much different it was from the actual book which i guess that's, yeah. that's, that's have you normal. read the book i have not i no. haven't i haven't but I, I i've heard that it's like it's super short yeah like not like they expand yeah. like he expanded on it it's i heard i heard the book lot. is like a series of short stories um but it, um like in the book they uh um, so in the movie, you see um, Luis's daughter die from uh, like a terminal illness. Um, but in the book, they said she she died at like at age of twenty five from like rock climbing. And uh, uh, I was listening to uh, some interviews with the with the the, the, the screenwriter, 
how they made that choice. Um, they said, well, we we wanted we we wanted to give the effect that we we, we didn't want Hannah the daughter to age because that means we're gonna have to age um, the character and of Amy Adams' character, and that yeah, would just give away yeah. the entire movie. Oh, that's a good that's point. That's a really good point. Because yeah, might want to give a little spoiler alert. Nah, oh, man. <laughs> hey, you, hey! If you follow Spice Boys podcast, you already know. Yeah, we should. We'll put a spoiler alert at the beginning of every yeah. episode. Spoiler alert! It came out. We're talking you. about the movie that we are watching, <laughs> yeah. and you should have seen it beforehand. Also, we've been it, hesitant for a while, but I think we can just say what yeah. we need because we don't do we don't do brand new movies. If a movie we came don't. out two years ago, I think it's we could just talk about it. Yeah, sorry guys. Um, on HBO. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, <so> HBO. <laughs> Shout out to HBO. <laughs> so, so, so many sponsors we got in this episode. Just this one. Yeah. This is all they're going to get, and then we're done. This is yeah. our sponsored episode. To... Yeah, exactly. That's right. God, yeah. beard we're not beard, easy. Though. We're not easy. Um, we're not easy. We're spicy. Uh, so, what do you guys think about the, uh, the alien to heptapods? Loved them. Yeah? Yeah. In terms of like, man, I think they were great. Yeah, it I feel like you when when that's uh, the first scene when they were about to encounter the heptapods. I was expecting something. It's like an alien. You know, it's always, alien. That's always tough, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's it, it was how it, you please like the crowd. Right. Everyone. Well, and it, it almost felt a little like Lovecraftian to me. Like yeah. almost uh, felt like it was like a Cthulhu type like. Inspired I do, design. I do have to say, when I saw it, I, it brought me. The reason I said the movie Enemy earlier is because it did take me back when I saw them. Yeah. To 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 scenes from Enemy. Right. Um. So I thought I thought it was kind of. There were a few shots that I was like I recognized where I was like oh, okay, definitely see a, res- a resemblance. So. Yeah. 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 If you guys haven't seen Enemy, it's, uh, it's Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty interesting one. I mean, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites of his, but it's definitely a good movie. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to see directors that'll go back to like, I feel like they'll have movies that they make that aren't like very popular or really well known. And then they'll reuse things from those movies in like their bigger movies. Mm-hmm. You know? I always yeah, yeah. think that's pretty yeah. fascinating. I think that. I think for like for the movie though, like the biggest thing was like creating the language for that movie. Yes, right. Yeah. That just is kind of oh, it's unreal, that's unreal to me. Yeah. Right, that you can understand in that short amount of time. Right, that you can kind of like kind of gra- you know can grasp the concept of it and be like, okay, I understand yeah. this. Um, that was a pretty cool thing. I think feel like for that movie. So I love the question of when they ask why are the why are the heptapods communicate non non-linearly but that kind of just brings the questions like why why do we communicate linearly yeah well right. like we're not i mean this is it's what we know but are we it's just the is 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 this the standard of communication what we're doing you know mm. what if we're, we're just maybe that's how the universe communicates you know in a circle mm-hmm. um well we live in yeah. It depends what dimension you live in. Yeah, and then time and it's a whole thing, man. Uh, the la- language is so weird. I I read something today, or it wasn't today. I think it was a couple of days ago that I found extremely fascinating. Is we actually, without even realizing it, we have a system of um, 
organizing our adjectives that like like if you were to say like the great giant green dragon mm-hmm. you oh like that's the order that you say it in yeah like you never would say the great green or you would never flip those around just because that's how your brain automatically yeah. tells you how to organize those words yeah. without even realizing it's not like something that yeah. we learned in school or anything like that it's just like that's how we're programmed to talk. Hmm. That's interesting. And it, 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 it's re- it's really weird. It's like it's 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 like size, color, and then um, preference. Yeah. It's like kind of the way that it like that it's set up. It's really strange, but I love how um, we uh, the first time watching a film that, like I said, the flashbacks. Um. Well, you, well, you, the flashbacks in the film. Um, you have uh, you have one reaction while you're watching it, but at, at the end of the film, it's kind of takes like a one eighty turn and just hits you in the head. And when by the time the movie's over, you see the credits, and you're like, you kept just kind of like you you left like scratching your head. Yeah, you know the, the those are the best movies. I, I love those kind of movies. Yeah. The the best type of movie is a movie that you you don't leave. You you stay for the credits just because you're still processing. Yeah. yeah. I think we did. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we definitely I did. Mean, like I always try to stay throughout the credits just because, you know, you want to give credit, you know, to the to all the people who worked on the movie. Yeah. You know, just at least give them the time to see their name I, on the screen. I, I just But I I think like a really powerful movie well, like, I mean, credits are supposed to be your time for reflection. And uh, I just love the fact that it was all based around the language. Like, the yeah, language. I feel like there's so many sci-fi movies where, you know, they you, you meet an extraterrestrial or whatever the yeah. movie, and they get through that language barrier very quick in the story. Yeah. And they move on to whatever, you know, conflict is coming up, right? Yeah. But that's the conflict in the entire movie. And I think... I did not expect that when I first watched the movie. So, you know, I mean, I don't know how long it took in the movie. If you remember the time span it took for them to figure to out, figure out yeah. communicating. But it's like we, I think in movies it tries, you know, they want to get to this grand climax when yeah. it's the whole time you're like, dude, like this ever really happened to us? You know, how did you ever communicate? You know, uh, one thing about the film that I, well, I, I love how they portrayed it, but it's kind of, it's terrible in in real world where once these spaceships arrive in different parts of the world, the immediate reaction of the government to send military, like military, um, I guess, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like protection. Yeah. Just the, cause the initial, the initial response is okay. They, these, they're here to invade us. Yeah. Um, and just, Having that 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 um having that uh that tone throughout the film, then you you see Luis um like single handedly trying to figure out, keep telling the government, you know what? No, we need to learn what I mean. It's not it's it's not we can't just like ask them why are you here? What do you need? We need to learn their language and slowly build up. And 
if 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 we had to talk to them like a you know like a kindergarten with basic words, we need to like build build a database of words um, instead of just jumping to the conclusion that they're here to you know end humanity as we know it. Yeah. Um, there's a good there's there's a good uh, uh, line in the film where um, when the government um, just wanted to I guess they they made the decision to attack and Luis was saying no 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 it, it, they're not here they're not here to to uh, invade us they're not here to to fight us and the I, I don't know the FBI guy or whatever said well he said something about um, if you look back every um Every group of 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 a species species or something fought so that they can only be one faction left at the end. And she's like, "What are you talking about?" And he said, "Just go read a history book." And it's just like, "Well, that's our history. That's that's right, humanity's right, history. Yeah. That's the world's history, not what the universe. You know, the other beings out there. That's just right. how we do things, which is terrible. You know." Mm. kind of makes you rethink of who we are exactly yeah, that's like who that's, we are yeah like we're always like are we always scared right the initial response is protection yeah you know? I mean that's just yeah. that's yeah like fear first then you know assess rather than, later rather yeah. than the excitement of like oh shit there's something else out there yeah right like yeah. let's get go get excited it's always let's, let's arm ourselves gotta, first yeah which I think you know people listening might be like you know yeah you that's normal reaction we're humans I guess but it's cool to hear that. I don't know. It makes you think. Makes yeah, you think. No, it sure. really does. It's well, like, like you said, that that's human. Like, is, is that what makes us human? Yeah. Yeah. But being human, you know, being in 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 a bigger in a bigger picture, I mean, being a human doesn't mean having humanity. Yeah. Like I said, we we think we 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 question the heptapods. Why do they think non non linearly? It's like. Well, that opens a question: Like, why do we think linearly? Maybe, maybe this is not the way, you know. Right. Um, well, and that just goes back to the whole thing of like the way that you understand things. Like in your world, that's the way things are. Yeah. Anything different is wrong, but that's not necessarily how we should think. We should think the opposite of that. Is what other ways are there to do this yeah. instead of thinking? No, this is the way this is done end of story I mean that's when you get into politics yeah I uh it, it definitely well the movie definitely uh gave me some you know um there, there's there's some tones of uh you know close encounters and contact which is like contact probably one of the best um I love contact we'll, contact we'll definitely so do contact one of these yeah. days I have it it's, on DVD I feel like contact- do they have a blu-ray of it they should they should yeah um so i definitely felt those you know movies and a little dark somewhat a darker tone at times and uh but i think it was a good good example i think contact and arrival are pretty similar i mean in terms of like the way contact was produced and the the tone it set i feel like it was very similar to arrival or arrival was very similar to that yeah so but it's yeah, it was it was a different 
change change of pace for me for sci-fi wise yeah we we like again we love sci-fi movies right we have right. we had high expectations and i think we all came out like oh i was so past our expectations. Uh, yeah, yeah. And which which is always the best well, feeling you can have like watching a movie. It's good to see, and I, I like sci fi movies as well. Uh, I don't think I probably, I don't think I, um, I don't the. I'm trying to say it's not your choice. Of yeah, genre it's, every not, time, it's not right? like something like, that I'll go to every time. But I really, really, really enjoy when it, when somebody does a sci fi movie and they kind of do it from a different angle than you normally. Sorry. Yeah, no. no um, I think two thousand one, a space odyssey. I mean, golly, what a movie! That should be in somewhere in a museum, like playing in loop. I think it is. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't teach me like that. Jeez. I think uh, it's. I think it's good. Like the fact that you, like you just mentioned, though, because so, like, I mean, Arrival was one of those movies that you watched, and you not being like. You know, you like sci-fi and stuff, but it's not like always your choice, you know, number one choice of genre or whatever. Right. And you walked out of there still feeling the same yeah. way we did, which is always yeah. a good feeling, right? It's like, okay, oh, we, no, totally. there's no doubt about it when you walk out, you're like, this movie's amazing. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. It looks amazing. I don't care about yeah. if other people, I don't feel like there's other people I looked at was like, bad movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless they just didn't understand it, which is, you know, normal, I guess, because yeah. it wasn't like the easiest thing to follow, but it was definitely... It's, go ahead. No, I'm just like, it's one of those movies. It's just like, you leave thinking like, did I, is that what it was? Like, is that what the movie was? Am I thinking right. the same thing everyone else is? Yeah. And you, you know, you have to like almost watch it again and be yeah. like, okay, is there anything I missed? Am I, you know? Well, so. I think what, yeah, I think one of the fun, I remember us all sitting outside and talking about it and I feel like we all kind of had our own theory on kind of like what actually happened you know like, like yeah. the, the, not that there was like any fill in the blanks or anything like that it was just we all kind of just like took away a little bit so like a little bit different which I mean when a movie can do that that's it's it. and like you said that moment where you just you start finding out like when you everything you believed or thought about the movie changes yeah you're just like the feeling you get is just like that's hard to capture right yeah I mean, that's hard to get in a movie and that's what i think well and i think especially for people like us who you know when we watch a movie it's it's almost like studying it in a way yeah and so when when, when you sit there and you try to study it and you try to and like you're trying to like okay well you know like this makes sense that this is probably going to happen next and so for me what I found really interesting about watching Arrival is when everything dropped out and everything that I thought was happening wasn't, and it just completely changed. Mm -hmm. To me, it was like a sense of relief. Yeah. Because then I wasn't thinking about it anymore. I was just experiencing it the for end, what yeah. it was. Exactly. And, uh, okay. You know, I think that's like, if a movie can do that, I think that's really powerful. I think it really, really works. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like I said, the, the, visually, it's it looked amazing, um, and the, the direction of the film is just it's yeah, it's phenomenal. Uh, I guess the I, I know we we uh well, we we we've done well, it's like a nineteen episode, and we we we've spoiled some 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 movies for people, but. I feel like this is a film where, if you haven't seen it, it's. Well, I mean, we've spoiled, yeah, yeah. We've spoiled it. We've said um, some things, but like, 
It's said some things. Yeah. Said some, <laughs> said some things. Uh, I one of the well, I guess the the for me what impacted me the most about this film is um once uh Amy Adams' character, you know, all throughout the film. Um once she realized what what was happening like what when she re, once she realized how her life is and was or will be um she still chose to you know to she didn't i mean you know what i'm saying she, <laughs> yes i know exactly yeah. what you're saying and and for for uh, uh, I've seen sci-fi films where when they see you know the future is gonna happen and they choose to kind of like you know what I'm gonna stop this if, if, I'm gonna change you know, yeah I'm gonna change it, this it's almost like the opposite of the butterfly effect yeah, yeah that's a good example that's a really good example yeah. you know you try to yeah like you have a choice I want to change it yeah. or just accept it like I want to accept this this is the way it is like type of deal it's uh yeah she. After all of this, after all of what she's seen, and she realized that she still chose to, to have to the have same what she had. It's yeah. it's uh, for for her. It's 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 better to have how was that have loved and and lost than not never have loved. Yeah, at all. yeah. And uh, I realized that like a third, like the third time I I, I watched that, I was like, well, you actually had a choice, but man, that makes sense. Yeah. Then that's that, funny. That moment when the movie ended, that's what I realized. And I was like, I was like, just in awe of what did, did you get? Had did you get that the first time you watched it, though? I did. No, I did not. See, I got that the very first time I watched I it. Did I really too. did. Yeah. I, when yeah. I watched it, I was like, I thought about that. I mean, maybe not initially, like right when it was happening. Yeah. But like at the end of the movie, I remember thinking that, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, man, she she had you, to make that choice over and over and over yeah. again. Right, yeah. yeah. And it was the, just like, I mean, the first time I, I got the how the narrative was going yeah, yeah but the third time i got how uh, uh, why no it's i hard. understood why she had to do that yeah yeah there's a lot of um there's a lot of things pulling at your heartstrings during that um stuff. just tugging at them <laughs> excuse me but sorry um this this coconut ale man <laughs> it's bringing out the burps in you it's arrived <laughs> um so uh that's our thoughts for the rival and uh in true spicy boys fashion we're gonna we're gonna rate it through a scoville scale i'm gonna go first this movie dude if if there's something between okay. i know i feel like we're struggling because the movies we're reviewing right yeah a lot of times we really like and it's hard to uh, give it I don't know what you're gonna say, but I just feel like we need. I'm gonna give it Trinidad Scorpion, eight out of ten. That's what I was gonna go with. I was yeah, gonna say Trinidad Scorpion. Um, be red, man. Is just, there, just is there, any, is there anything above that? Carolina Reaper. I know. I I give it Trinidad just because I I'm basing it off of Denise of uh, CV resume. Uh, I think. Prisoner and Sicario is a little bit better than Arrival. Yeah. You wouldn't give those. Well, we don't need to rate them. Um, oh, I think I'm gonna do the same. Trinidad, yeah, Scorpion, I all mean, around. 
Yep. All right. That's what I'm going to give it for. Yeah. So that's eight. I, out I'm going to give it Trinidad Scorpion. Eight out of 10 across the board. If I could give it a, can I give it an 8.5? <laughs> no. A Trinidad Scorpion with a dab of Carolina. No, right? dab okay. of, All right. I'm going to give it Trinidad Scorpion. And then the beer, man. I'm, yeah. What do you guys think? I'm going to give it a, man. Ooh. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't, I haven't compared it to a cream ale, but it was freaking, it was great. But this is, this is your standard. I'm going to give it a Trinidad Scorpion. Ooh. Ooh, I was going to give it a Carolina Reaper. Oh I'm man. this beer. I feel, I haven't felt like I'm, I've been on like vacation while I've been drinking it's a good. beer in a yeah. long time. Hold that thought. So I got to give that. Hold yeah. that thought. Speaking of you being vacation. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff wants to get, uh. I'm gonna give it a Carolina Reaper. This is this is yeah. a good cream ale. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. So two beer. Carolina Reapers and a Trinidad Squad. Yeah. All right. So what about vacation? So hey guys, I don't know if you guys know our boy Ryan here. Damn it. Is on vacation. Is on vacation. <laughs> His heart is on vacation. You know, you go on vacation, you go on a cruise, and you walk around. You see the bar, you see a girl there, and you like you say hi, and she's like, "Oh, what's up?" And you, you grab her, you, you know, you talk really? to her about what you do, and she's like, "Oh my god, that's cool!" And she's like, "Oh, um, where are you from?" And you, you know, you say like, "Oh, I'm from you know Austin, Texas," and I'm and on vacation. I'm on vacation, and then you'd be like, "Hey, what's your number?" She's like, "Oh, here's my number." Blah 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 blah. <laughs> the next thing you know, you're in, well, you're on a cruise for a week, so you see her every day. Right? Yeah. So you got to act straight or else. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going with this? Here's what I'm going to try. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, can I do this? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm not sure. Hold on. It's too I'm, late. I'm not sure where you're going with this. I will... Ryan, you know, okay. Have you watched National Geographic? Did you buy him a cruise? <laughs> Did you get him tickets to a cruise? No. God. <laughs> that okay. Would be, okay. That would that be the biggest good. reveal on the face of the earth. By the way, cruise.com. <laughs> Ryan. Carnivalcruises.com. Yes. You watch National Geographic, like Discovery Channel, and stuff like that? Blue Planet? Yes, I've, I've seen all those. Blue Planet? So, Planet Earth. Planet's like, okay. Planet. So, <laughs> Planet Earth, thank you. So, when, let's say, uh, uh, they give. There's a moment when a man and a, and a woman <laughs> meet. <laughs> so I don't know where he's going with this. Okay, either. all right. So, terrified though. They find a white rhino, right? Yeah, it's wounded. Uh huh. But this white rhino is having a fun time. <laughs> you say rhino or Ryan? <laughs> rhino. White white, oh. white rhino. Okay. Okay, so it's having a fun, fun time. time. Then he gets shot by a poacher. Yeah, it's wounded. Wounded, not dead. Not dead, right. wounded, very like badly wounded, right? Mm-hmm. So now the uh, um, the zoologist is that is that the term? Zoologist. I mean, that is a term. I don't know. That's who it. Yeah, the rhino. people who help animals. <laughs> they take this white rhino who's wounded. They bring him to the uh, sanctuary. Yeah. They fix him up good, you know. Question: they, Am I am I a zoologist? You are the zoologist. Are you a zoologist? Yeah. Okay. And cool. the, you're the rhino, Ryan. I'm the rhino. You're the white I'm the rhino. White rhino. Yeah. Ryan rhino. the rhino. I'm 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 the British uh, narrator for uh uh uh. You Dave Attenberg. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's so, like ninety years old, dude. Still kicking though. Still. Anyway, it. so the Brad takes the white rhino, which is Ryan, to the sanctuary. You know, fix him up good. It's like, hey, white rhino, Ryan. Everything's gonna be all right. Mm. So you stay there, you know, you get well, you eat good food, 
blah blah blah. Then Brad said, "White Ryan Rhino, we want to le- release you into the wild. Gonna release you in the wild. <laughs> it's up to you now." So, so you're in the back of this like truck in a cage. Oh, <laughs> then we, we, have, we haven't released you. Yet. <laughs> okay, sorry. So you're the, in the back of the truck sure there. in a cage, okay. you know? Yeah, and you go to the uh uh. In, 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 in the uh, your, uh, your world in, a, in your world in the wild and they open up that the, the cage door uh-huh then you see you see everything but you think about it it's like should I go, should I go out there should I just stay in my sanctuary you know but guess what what you go running out there <laughs> You're looking at all just for permission. We <laughs> yeah. say we give you th- spicy voice thumbs yeah. up with all your might. You jump out of that the bed of that pickup truck like a true rhino you are, and I just run free. And you run free, yeah. and that then you the next thing you know you meet a female white rhino, <laughs> and uh, along the way you meet other rhinos. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, I'm trying to say, hey guys, Ryan's single again. Ryan's single again, and <laughs> and he's not gonna let any lion stop him or anything. <laughs> How's it feel, Ryan? Oh, man. After that story, yeah. I feel great. Okay. I can redo it with a tiger <laughs> or a lion. Is that you want? I think rhino's good, though. You know why? Because rhino Cause are rhino rare. The rhino. White, white rhinos. They're like, what? Oh, I think they're all dead, actually. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, the last one just died. Yeah, God. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Except Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> you are the you, you are the, the endangered... Ryan. Sp- Rhino, Ryan, Ryan, the white central Texan armadillo. (laughs) Armadillo now. (laughs) I like this story. I do too. That that was a that was a treat, Jeff. Thank you for that. So now you're in the wild. You you know, you're roaming free. Live your life. Don't get shot by a poacher. Got two zoologists looking out. There you go. We're always here for you. Man, that was, that was really good. That was good. That was good. Oh, man. You should be proud. I rate that, I rate that a spice act story. Yeah, it's definitely I'm, a spice I'm, 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 I'm proud of myself. <laughs> anyway. Hey, Ryan, you get you get, you get get the last coconut. Oh, right. Yeah, you get the last one. Right. Um, so, well, <clears throat> spicy boys and gals. That was episode 19. That was a good episode. I liked it. Um, like I said, we've been a bit, a bit rusty. Um... And uh, <laughs> he popped that top, Ryan. He'll pop that top. He's on vacation. He's on vacation. <laughs> Permanent <laughs> vacation. Um, if uh, like I said, we wait. We got we got Twitter now at Spicy Boys, at Spicy Boys Pod Pod Boys with a Z, as always. And Instagram at Spicy Boys Podcast. Do you want to give your um your Bumble out or anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Okay, um, cool. We'll wait a few weeks to, uh, you know, sure. If hey, we have we have a we have an email, spicyboyspodcast at gmail dot com. If you have concerns or uh, questions, questions, movie recommendations, rude remarks, you want to just say hi. You want yeah. If Blue Apron, you want to reach out to us. And that's yeah. the only contact info you have. Please that's cool. do. Yeah, we got Venmo. Um, uh, if you want to, <laughs> we all have personally have Venmo. Yeah. So. We're you doing all right without one. that. Uh, <laughs> well, um, so we highly recommend you watch Arrival. If you like science fiction, if you like suspense, if you like drama, also, 
but most importantly, if you like just mind bending narrative stories, Arrival. Absolutely. Check it out. And if you like cream ale, go, you know, check out 903 Brewers for the chosen one. It's really good. Delicious. It's, it's, yeah, it's really good. Uh, one of the highest rated beers, definitely, that we've had this season so far. It's up there, at least. I've never had a cream ale, man. I don't think I have. I will, we'll, I, kinda, I will preface it, though, a little bit by saying it does give you a little bit of gas. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, well, you just... Can't, <laughs> you can't be saying that Jeff, after he announced you're single, man. No, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff and I are burping it up over here. It's not the other kind of gas. It's just... Oh. Oh, sorry. There's different kinds. I, I just hey. looked over and like hey. Jeff was like leaned away from the mic and like covering it himself. So talking, hey. talking like a true white rhino over there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's all, folks. That's all she wrote. That's episode 19 of the Spicy Boys podcast. Brad, thanks for joining us, everybody. We uh, had a really good time this time. Stamps.com. Stamps.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're going to do our... Right, someone lead this out, and then I'll, I'll, I'll... All right, Brad. Play us off. Yep. Let me just say, hey, thanks for joining us. Take us release us to the wild. Here we go. I'm going to lift the cage. Ryan, you ready? Give me some... There you go. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This was episode 19, as Jeff said. Arrival. We will see you back on episode 20. Thank you for listening. Spicy boys. Ouch.